So Alpha, who has cash here? I do. I don't. I have old cash or new so cash. Yeah. cash. I'm not the people level. Are you holding it? Of this course. Is, this is I'm a Nigerian. Cash I have with me right now. Yes. Do you so have new notes? This guy is a rich man. I'm not playing with nobody. So what happened was last week, Friday Abi came to the office and we drew like three K in Where did you see to withdraw? No, we drew three K for old notes. Okay. So as I and Bolu were now going. Mm. And I saw this PS guy that was that was the first person that I saw that was doing the whole um parallel market for new notes. For How much did and you he said for five K? For five so we did I think four or five hundred naira for thirteen K. Which was an absolute steal by the next day. Wow, that was cheap. Yeah, it's what people are saying. Now I'm hearing they are doing ten percent. Exactly. Bolu was about to balk and say, "Nah, let's." let's You guys are alive. No, don't try it. Yeah, you say what? You're alive. Uh, Oh right. So now we've been talking about. I'll I'll be very very honest with you guys. Right. This (laughs) this period is a very very testing period. Like for Nigeria, I am not happy. I am not happy. So, but I'm not going to leave everything. I'm not going to leave everything for God. God will take control. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, that's but okay. So, if you're not in Nigeria, just for context, the CBN, the Nigeria's Apex Bank, has redesigned the Naira and told everybody to go cashless. But here's the problem: you can't find the new Naira notes. And all my banks app, all my bank apps. Yes. Sorry, sorry about that. All my bank apps are not working right now. Hmm. I couldn't use UBA yesterday, so I have I had to resort to. Uh, it's fine. It's to fine. Using SMS banking. SMS is even working. Yes, this morning USSD is not working. Mobile apps are not working, and I can't uh, withdraw cash. I saw queues in ATMs this morning. But it's fine. It's fine. I, I, I didn't imagine a day where. There will be a parallel market for for naira, naira gaining against the naira. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. So yeah, what what are we talking about today? We're talking about Kenya's employment laws. We're talking about licenses and the technician visa. Those are really really interesting stories to talk about. So yeah, number one, what's going on with Kenya's employment laws? I'm hearing something about a right to quit and be a right to disconnect. Is, is, is that is that am I on the Yeah, so the employment um the is an amendment to the Employment Act that allows employees in Kenya to be able to disconnect from work when it is after work hours. Right. If the bill is passed, then you don't as an employee you don't have to reply to any text messages, to any emails, to any assignments after working hours. So except work-life of course balance. you are yes, except you are doing overtime. But so they are trying to promote work life balance. Hmm. And it's interesting that it's receiving um backlash. Why? Why is it re- receiving backlash? So um these people that are against it say it's going to encourage um complacency hmm. or is going to make employees not to be serious with their work they are probably not going to work throughout the day and when it's after work hours you can't reach them again right i'm now thinking in my head that is that not supposed to be the normal the normal thing hmm. why should my boss call me after work hours 
So I think I understand why anybody who push back on that. Okay, why, why would they push back? First of all, um I <laughs> well, there's capitalism, but first of all, I think it's the association of employers or Kenyan employers that they are the ones spreading the pushback. And their reason is very simple. You cannot be telling us what to do in our businesses. It doesn't make a lot of sense. You're already regulating the um the macro environment in which you work in. Why do you want to regulate what we do with our employees and all of that? It's not like your it's not like everybody or a lot of people are having their employees work too long after work hours. So why are you trying to legislate on that? Then why are they defend because there are work because places that like are you pointed out that that true. much. But you pointed out something. What happens if I get to work and I do not work? I do not do any serious work. The moment is 5 p.m. I just go home or 4 or 6 Classic or government job. No, you get exactly. fired then. Yeah, okay. Classic so that's government the problem. Get Right. You know you know what? You get queried, you get How many fired. queries do you want to be handing out? Oh, Three like queries now. you get fired. Simple. Okay. Then you also have to imagine that um sometimes you you just have to work beyond the stipulated time. So, you know what you I should, think? There's nothing you should not work beyond. There there, there, there should be overtime time. provisions, right? Yeah. When your employer knows that if I make you work overtime, I pay you for it. I compensate mm-hmm. you for it, then they will take it serious. So it's not even about this being part because sometimes when we don't do what we're supposed to do for ourselves, the law makes us do it, right? But it's not about this be getting part. It's about every workplace having a good work culture. I've had conversations with HR um, personnel, and what they say is that it doesn't even matter what is inside the employment contract, right? Whatever it is you want to engender in your workplace, you not you you give your employees a a good working environment so that they will empathize with you when you need them to do overtime for instance on paid overtime for instance or when you need them to work after work hours okay. so so even if you even if my employees empathize with me and they decide to work on paid like they're okay with working on paid overtime is does the does this bill have provisions for that or will I will I, will I be fine because here's the truth one of the reasons a lot of businesses do not pay it is it's just it's just not it doesn't make financial sense for them there are some businesses of course that are just assholes there but a lot of them can't just afford if they have to pay over time for example it would be a lot of money okay them. it's not as if this bill we owed people's people from doing what they're supposed to do it's just going to be available in case if my employer is making me work overtime or disturbing me after work hours I can sue. So it's not as if if you decide to do an unpaid overtime work you will be sued or you be sanctioned for it. No. It's just giving the provision to the employees to fight for their rights if it's infringed upon. Okay. All right. That's that's fine. Um I I'm guessing what all I can say is I think it's in the best interest of employers that your employees are able to disconnect from work. I think it's improve your productivity. Mm. If they are having series of overtime they get burnt out and the reality is most companies don't care when their employees get burnt out. You mm. just have to figure it out yourself how to get out of that burnout or go and look for another job. So, yeah, let's let's leave that alone and go to let's come back to Nigeria. The CBN's Africa card. The or Africa. So, I want you to give me the lowdown of everything we need to know about Africo, the CBN's domestic card scheme. 
Okay. So, um, Africa is the CBN's domestic card scheme. And for context, it's the first domestic card scheme in Africa. So, we have examples from countries like Japan, China, India. So, those are the usual people. And I think Brazil also has one. But Africa is the first in Africa. So, basically, it's just an alternative to your MasterCard, your Verve, or Visa cards. And um, what... Well, the CBN has a few reasons. One, which is still shaky, sure. they said it will drive financial inclusion. Um, the other one is that the cost of um, the operating cost of cards are going to be reduced. So ev- for every single time you issue the card or you make a transaction on your card, um, your bank has to pay the card scheme. So a card scheme is like they provide infrastructure. So let's just say they provide the workspace for banks financial institutions, anybody at all to like provide cards. So if you decide to, uh, to, if you decide to pay for food at any eatery, your bank has to pay Verve, MasterCard, Visa for that transaction. So there, there are a list of charges, I think up to six or seven or so that they have to pay either every single time a transaction is made or once. So the thing is, all of these charges are paid in dollars because we have Visa and MasterCard. They're the major ones. I don't know if anybody has a Verve card. I do. So you do. My banks have never given me anything as apart from Verve card. Okay, but those are like the two major ones that Nigerians use. So most of these charges are paid in dollars. And you know our woes with Forex. So they are just basically using, um, for they are using scarce dollars to pay for this. So the CBN is saying, oh, now, your operating cost will be naturally, so you do not have to pay for all of this. Um, when will it come into into play? Not yet. So the CBN said they will have like they will announce a cut of date. So after that, every every other person has to reroute local payments, not international payments, local payments through a through the card scheme itself. So they are working with NIBS to do this, and um, from. Okay, what happens to Verve and Visa? Yes, they will still operate. So Verve is it's kind of a local card, not entirely local, but it's, it's local. Verve, Visa, Visa, and Mastercard will continue working. Um, but what will now happen is that they either have to um, they either have to route their local transactions through the CBN's card scheme, or uh, just have to leave. It's it's one or the other. And um, what what so CBN has made it clear that they are not competing with them. But um, <laughs> you are not competing with you, but we are going to kill you. <laughs> well, not really kill you. They are now just telling you that oh, you now have to route these transactions, or if you do not want to do it, then collect your charges in dollars in naira, which obviously doesn't make a lot of sense for these businesses. So that's um, those are like some of the questions I guess people would okay. have. Yeah. All right, so you can check out the full article on Tech Point. All you need to know about Africa CBN's domestic cash scheme. So if you have any questions. They will be uh, getting answers there. And if you still have questions, please disturb Chingozirin. That's what he's here for. So, but anytime I think about Jackba and anytime I think about the CBN, for instance, mm. if I actually want to list one of the reasons I might want to leave this country, the CBN is very, very high on that list. Mm. And last year, a lot of guys that I know left the country with very, very, very interesting visa uh, so last year we saw things like the digital nomad visa 
because a lot of people are working remotely. <laughs> countries are now trying to attract these them so that they will come and spend money in their country and pay taxes Thanks. in their country. And we're now seeing work visas like technician, global talent, and all of that. So we're hearing that technician visa is shutting down. Now, can you give us what is happening exactly? And should our Jackpa hopes... Wait, I'm not Jackpa, you know. <laughs> okay. <never> <laughs> um, earlier in the week, Tech Nation announced that it's shutting down, and this will happen on the 31st of March this year. And Tech Nation is is a non-profit organization in the UK, backed by the UK government, and they have a number of initiatives they power including technician visa. So um, this is how it works. There's a visa program in UK called Global Talent Visa. And before you can, it's for foreigners, for migrants that want to enter the UK and work. And they have different sectors that they power, including tech. So for people that want to take advantage of that work visa through tech, they have to be endorsed by technician. So apparently, if technician stop, stops, shuts down now, it means anybody that wants to, any foreigner that wants to apply for the work, for the global talent visa in the tech sector, right, might not be able to do that. He gets so. Um, in the meantime, since they are going to shut down by March 31st, people can still register and still keep shooting their shots and hopefully they get in. But what I'm not clear about, right, is there is a um, clause in the Global Talent Visa. You can renew it after five years before it expires. But the criteria is that <clears throat> your endorsement body has to still be working. That's like the endorsement sure. still remains. Oh dear. So the hope is that Right by 31st or after 31st, technician will get. Uh, I mean, yes, the tech endorsement or technician will get another backer. We get another person funding it so that it can keep endorsing people for the tech sector in UK, right? And for the past 10 years, technician has been doing a lot of things in the UK, and it's supposed it claims to provide to be responsible for 90% of tech jobs in the UK. Right, and if you look at the comments online, it's like people are sad, they're like yeah, I mean, worried. Some it's startups like Revolut and like big yeah, European startups have gone through technicians uh, program. So yeah, that's it's a really really interesting. And, and technician one. has a number a, a um, host of other initiatives they do. They, they have sandboxes, they have accelerators that they power. So it is, it is a whole lot of. In a way, I think it will put a dent on UK's um, yeah, embracing. Yeah, they're just paying lip service for, to for foreigners. Enough, let's, let's find out how much they need to be funded. So that what? <laughs> so you can fund them. You fish money. If you have money to fund technician, won't you go and start startup? <laughs> well, I mean, start a startup. Well, won't you fund the fintech and collect know. returns? Think about it. I don't know, but if I also do this, I, I can also get to fund people as well. You can let's see. Let's just, just go and find one guy that has an interesting idea for a loan app. I mean, chasing people up and down for loans. 
I still think we should do this technician. We should do technician. Why? <laughs> Anyways, we have, you have yeah, alternatives. You have better alternatives. Yeah, alternatives. Yes. Yeah, so okay, you can so check you can the check website for right. alternatives to global global talent visa for the tech for for tech talent in Africa. All right, all right, all right. Those of us are not tech talent. So any hope for us? <laughs> are you not a tech talent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You work in the tech, digital <laughs> technology space. I'm not space. a tech bro, please. <laughs> I don't have the money of a tech bro. But yeah, I mentioned loan apps just now, right? Loan apps in Kenya have been getting fire since 2019. Like since I started actively uh, covering tech space, I've been seeing Kenya chasing digital lenders, and mm-hmm. I'm hearing something that happens to them again. I should, but come to think of it, like if you want to invest in a fintech, lending is not a very, very interesting one. I think it is. So in Nigeria, 2% of, just 2% have access to credit. It's, if you go across Africa, it's either between 2% and 10%. So that means you have like 90% of the population or let's say 70% of the population who need credit and will be willing to take on credit. And credit is, is like a huge boost the economy so if i get money to run my business i okay imagine if i'm a tailor for example is it that i save a hundred thousand naira for as long as it takes to get a yeah, an electric machine those are kind of macro me i'm talking about investor returns like yeah, yeah that's what I'm, money I, back. so it's of course you you make your money back because this is is the is the is the is the macro environment that determines whether you can make your money so do you have like a lot of people who need these services and yeah you technically have at least 70 percent of the population in each of these countries so, so yes. what's, what's the gist from kenya right now so two two first is that earlier in the week um the 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 central bank of kenya announced 12 additional digital lenders so um last year i think they they said that now you just can't lend in kenya if you don't have a license so between march 2022 and um i think now they've had like 300 381 applications for um, digital lenders and you apply you get your license and then you can now start so uh, currently they are just 22 they approved 12 they 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 did 10 in september so right now you have 22 but the problem with that is a lot of people are complaining that the process is very slow and it's taking forever for them to get the license yeah so that, i think that's powerful because in kenya fintech licenses are yeah. very hard to get uh, payments licenses banking very very take very very long yeah so it's 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 taking a long time for people to get their licenses and for the things that some of the biggest lenders in in kenya do not have their licenses yet they've not gotten it and That's they are doing any <laughs> no like they they've not received it from the cbk so it's not like it's their fault okay they have applied yeah they have but they've not received it so curiously the cbk is also saying some of you that are making noise have not you've not completed the application. So why what are you saying? Now we don't know the number of people who have not completed this application, but they said submit your applications, complete it, and then so that you can fast track it. They've also they're also working with like other people, other agencies of the government to do that. So the second part of that is that um starting yesterday, that's February first, if you if you own a loan app on in Kenya operating in Kenya and you're not licensed you cannot be on the Google Play Store. You'll be kicked out. So basically, that means you, if, you, if you check loan apps in Kenya, they shouldn't be more than 22. And of course, you know the reason. Um, predatory lending apps have been on the rise across Africa. So it's not just Nigeria. It's everywhere that FinTech has tried to like make a little headway. 
the predatory lending apps have gone alongside. So they are trying to like control the space because the truth is, if you do not get lend, if you if you if you allow predatory lending to like become the norm, it erodes customer trust one, but it also affects people too. People could start killing themselves. Mm. And we've seen it with gambling companies. So basically from yesterday, um, lending apps in Kenya who are not licensed. And yes, Nigeria. So if you're a Nigerian, you shall know yourself. If you're a Nigerian lending startup, well, you will also, because it's not just Nigeria. It's an update to your privacy policy. So Google Play Store. Yeah, on the Google Play Store. Okay. So you will not. You now let's, let's wait for Apple to see if they will do something yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah, Apple. All right, that's fine. So... Yeah, it's this. This has been an interesting one, and I hope you enjoyed this discussion. Yes, we, we have something that we forgot. The first unicorn first of the year. First unicorn of the year. Are they really African? Well, they are African. <laughs> uh, we will discuss <laughs> whether Egypt is African. No, no, or no. I, I, there's a reason why I wasn't too excited about it because when I get news from Mena, I'm always fifty-fifty. So this is Egypt, yeah, unlike the they others. Cross the Red Sea, or are they after the Red no. Sea? Yeah, they're, the, they're, they're within the Red Sea. So unlike the others who are UAE-based and expanding into Egypt, these ones are Egypt-based and, and they want to start expanding. To so UAE. yeah, so MNT Halan is the first unicorn coming out of Africa in 2023, which is good news because all through last year, I think we probably had maybe just Flutter Wave or so. There was no uh, unicorn in 2022. None. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So there was no unicorn last year. Um, they completed a mega deal, which is hopefully should set the pace for 2023 because wow. it's almost yeah. two years since Flutter became a unicorn. Sorry, continue. Yeah, so they not just becoming a unicorn, they also had like closing a mega deal, which we, we, we probably know that they either started last year or so either they closed it last year or started the process like last 400 year. million dollars, right? Yeah, 400 million. So it's, it's not like 400 million in equity, so there's 200 million in equity from um, what do you call it? from Chimera Investments, so it's a UAE-based firm. There's under 60 million that they are trying to raise. Then there's 140, which is sec securitized um, bond issuance. So um, 100 for one of their um, subsidiaries, Tassa Hill, and then another 40 for a second subsidiary. So Okay, yep. so the, the, can, the full breakdown is in your article, right? Yes. The full breakdown of all, all the of funds is in your article. So this and other stories you will find on the FinTech Today newsletter is coming twice a week to your inbox on Tuesdays. Tuesdays, right? Yeah, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So you get you get a newsletter today. So. Okay, so we're putting the link in the description to subscribe to the FinTech Today newsletter. Subscribe. So a lot of things are happening. <coughs> Wait, this is a FinTech company too, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Good, FinTech, obviously. Where they call themselves FinTech um, ecosystem. FinTech e-commerce. They have a, an e-commerce process. FinTech unicorn. Has come <laughs> up again after Flutter Wave and Chipa Cash. Chipa Cash is a unicorn too, right? Yeah. Good. So after Flutter Wave, Chipa Cash. OP. OP. Wave. Is OP really? Okay. OP. All right. OP. <laughs> then, yeah, we're also expecting a unicorn from Nigeria too. Yes, and a media unicorn. Is there. Media? Yes. Are you joking? <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you whining me? No. Please? No, no, no. Speak it into existence. All right. Get what you said. a media unicorn will come into existence. They're going to Africa. Tech Point Africa. We're coming to you no, know, we become a unicorn in 2023. But yes. that's not what we are focusing on right now. We have another newsletter called the Workaholic. So everything you want to learn about the technician and alternatives and HR Wahalas, Nifemi has got your back. Like last half Wednesday episode, she single she singled out HR people and said they are the victims of the current layoffs. How? How? <laughs> anyway, check out the newsletter to find out. But I still don't agree with her. 
But yeah, creative freedom. Yeah, that's one of the perks of working with tech points. Yeah, but I still do agree. Then, of course, subscribe to our flagship newsletter, Tech Point Digest. Victoria from Tech Point is doing a really great job. And don't forget to subscribe to Tech Point Africa podcast wherever you're listening to it on YouTube. No, listening to it. So on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Hyatt Radio, anywhere you get your podcast. And if you're watching this, please subscribe, like, and do all the needful so that more people will get interested and inspired by technology. Yay! <laughs> what was that? I'm fired up. <laughs> you feel them, right? You feel it. All right, bye guys. Bye.